Our subject has been the consequences when there is no father. We've already learned a number of things, and here they are. When there is no father, there is no voice in a child's life. No father, there is no counsel. When there's no father, there's no leadership. There's no security. There's no correction. And there's no genuine self-acceptance. Imagine that. And when there's no father, there's no instruction. There's no wisdom. There's no understanding. There's no learning the secrets of life. And there's no knowledge. And there's no compassion. That's where we left off. I want you to see, however, that the consequences of an absent father go on. So with pencil, paper, notes in hand, let's continue. For when there's no father, there is no inheritance. Now look at this. A house, a house and riches are the inheritance of fathers. Every child needs the help of a father to get a house and to have money to get started, seed money. Now, fathers have often squandered their riches. Budgets have not included help for children to own houses debt-free. The financial uh, disadvantages have, 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 have apparently not been noticed. Boys should have a home paid for before they get married, debt-free. You might be thinking that if that's true, then my kid isn't getting married till he's about 50 years old. Not so. God gives us in the Bible a biblical strategy of how sons can have no mortgages the entire uh, days of their life. Imagine the blessing that is. We have fathers that are training their sons to save for their homes now. Christmas and birthdays, sons are saying, uh, Grandma, Grandpa, it's okay, get me a little present if you want to, but I'm really saving for my house. Because a, tra- a father who's properly training his son is training him to have a house. It's part of the inheritance of a father. But no father, no inheritance. And if there's no father, there's no proper boasting that a child can do, no glory. Because uh, this may be a surprise to you because on television, when a football player gets interviewed, he says, hi, mom, when he probably should be saying, hi, dad. But look at this. The glory of children are their fathers. Children need to be able to boast properly about their fathers. Hey, you know what my father and I are doing next weekend? Do you, you know, Let me tell you what my father and I did last summer. And do you know what my father and I are going to do? My father and I and they want to fill in blank after blank after blank. They need to be able to boast about their father. But no father, there's no boasting. An empty, empty spot in a child's life. And then when there's no father, there's not only no glory, no boasting, but there's no passed on glory to the next generation. The scripture says they shall hang upon him the glory of his father's house. Each succeeding generation should be building the family name, developing more glory. And every succeeding generation should be more glorious than the one before. That's how God wants fatherhood to construct in the building of the future of a family. Then if there's no father, there's generally no relationship with God. Now check this verse. As the Lord God of thy fathers 
has said unto thee. Well, we have fathers that don't even know the Lord, Lord God. What God has taught fathers, they are to pass on to their children. Children get their concept of God from their fathers. That's why God's referred to as the Heavenly Father, because He has so many fathers here on the planet that are to represent Him. But if fathers are pursuing false gods, so will the children. False gods of treasure, pleasure, and leisure, or perhaps no God at all. If a father is not in pursuit of God, the chances are his children will not be either. No father, not likely going to have relationship with God. Then if there's no father, there's no truth. And truth is really essential. That's why we call our ministry nothing but the truth. Look at this scripture. The father to the children shall make known thy truth. This is the job of a father, to tell his children the truth, the truth about every subject, the truth about love and marriage and sexuality, the truth about how to handle problems, how to handle trouble, how to have money. In fact, there's no area of life that fathers are not to instruct their children about. And they need to know the truth. Not just any instruction will do. In fact, your children need to know how to parent, so you need to teach them. But isn't it strange that that, that is, is not so much taught as it is caught? They learn to be a parent by watching their father. If a father treats his wife, their mother, properly, that boy will learn to treat his wife properly. If the father doesn't treat his wife, their mother, properly, the chances of the boy doing it are slim when he marries because this family stuff is learned in the crucible of everyday life. When a daughter observes how her father treats her mother, his wife, she learns how her husband is to treat her. I tell you that the amount of abuse that's going on in families today is directly related to learning that abuse or failing to learn the truth in the home from a father who's there. No father, no truth. No father, no provision. Here's the instruction. If any provide not for his own, now look at this, especially those for his own house. Now look at this. Let me show you this now. He, he has denied the faith. A father who doesn't provide for his own children has denied the faith. And it gets worse than that. Look at the next part of the scripture. And he is, look at this, worse than an infidel. Somebody who doesn't even believe in God. Somebody who's a pagan, a heathen. A father needs to provide. No father, there's no provision. Then if there's no father, there's no protection. Now, we learn about this because David was the shepherd. And, and he, there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock and 
David says, so I went out after him, and, and I smote him. I went out after him. <laughs> and that's what fathers do. They, they, they're protectors. They're the guardian, not just of the house and the home, but of the wife and mother and of the children. He's the protector. But if there's no father, then there's just a deserted post. Somebody is neglecting his duty. And children are not getting the physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual protection that ought to be theirs. They become vulnerable, subject to the wolves who steal them away. And then if there's no father, there's no proper raising of the children. Now, notice these instructions, because every one of them is critical. While I'm taking you through a list of what happens when there's no father, if you wanted to know what fathers do, you would just take the opposite. For example, in this case, no father, there's no proper raising. But if there is a father, there will be proper raising. And you can end up with a job description for fatherhood just by reversing out each of these, interpolating each of these points. But look, fathers, look at this now, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. Why are children so angry? Just being absent, Dad, is a serious provocation. But look at this, because the next part of this verse says this, and it's talking to fathers. Ye fathers, provoke them not to wrath, but you fathers, bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Fathers are to bring up the children. We've too long. I don't know where we got it from. That's mom's idea to raise the kids. It's dad's. According to the Bible, according to God, according to the scriptures that have been proven infallibly true. So here we go, fathers. Bring them up. Ye fathers, bring them up. But if there's no father, there's no proper raising of the children. And they will pay a severe price. And then if there's no father, there is no male nourishing. Now watch this. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in bring them up in the nurture. In the nurture. Fathers need instructions to be nurturing towards their children. The greatest cause of gender confusion today is because boys don't get proper male nourishment from a father. And thus is born the possibility, the high possibility of homosexuality. Boys who don't get proper male nourishment from a father will often get nourishment from a wicked male, from another man or a boy. And little girls. Little girls who don't get proper male nourishment from a father will probably end up in the arms of a wicked boy or man with wicked intentions. An increase in fatherlessness equals an increase in immorality. And by the way, this is a cycle. An increase in immorality equals an increase in fatherlessness. No father, no proper male nourishment. 
Then if there's no father, there's no godly admonition. Now, this word admonition, a big word, just means encouragement to do right. Ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and in the admonition of the Lord. Encourage them on the standards that the Lord has to do what's right. But if there's no father, there is no godly admonition. No father, there's no sureness of well-being. The scripture says, honor your father. Look at this. That it might be well with thee. Oh, lessons learned in home or not learned will carry over to all of the relationships, whether it be on the job or any other enterprise. They're learned in the home. No father, no well-being. No father, there's no long life. Scripture says, honor thy father. Look at this. That thou mayest live long. Proper family relationship give a level of being disease-free that can come from no other source. No father, no long life. And then if there's no father, there's no shepherd. And I want to conclude with this one. I want you to catch this now. Because when Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Here's why. Because they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Can you imagine that? No shepherd. No leader. And now literally millions of children. Millions of children are trying to live life without ever having had a leader, a father in the home. This is a tragedy. Now, what we want to do, having learned the 25 consequences when there's no father, is we want to look now at what's the solution to the fatherless crises in America and around the world. When you know why you were born, you'll have a new appreciation for your true self. You will know your true purpose in life, and you'll know why you matter. Then you'll be equipped to choose a life path full of meaning and joy. Uncover the truth about you. Author David L. Johnston's new book, Why You Were Born, will give you a new appreciation for your true self. Mark Twain said, there are two important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you find out why. And David L. Johnston's new book, Why You Were Born, will launch you on your true path. Take action now and visit nothingbutthetruth.org forward slash born. Live a fulfilling life now without pressures to conform to the ideas and expectations of others. Live the fulfilling life you were created to live and enjoy the freedom, comfort, and confidence that can bring. Become the real you and discover your ENA your embedded natural abilities. Break free from the prison of your past and experience the joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment you were created for. Act now. Visit nothingbutthetruth.org forward slash born and order your copy of this amazing new book. Visit nothingbutthetruth.org forward slash born. Author David L. Johnston's new book, Why You Were Born, will fill you with new expectation for your best life the life you were created to live.